What? College matters. What? College, college matters. matters. Really? For sure. College matters. Alma, Alma matters. matters. Hello and welcome to this week's episode of College News Fit to Digest. Every week, we pick a few news items relating to U.S. colleges and discuss it with our own Shweta Bagade. Alma Matters curates the news daily relating to U.S. colleges and makes it available on almamatters.io forward slash news. We pick a few news items from that curated list and discuss it every week here in these podcasts. Now, without further ado, on with the podcast. topics for today so let's uh, get started i think the in no particular order then the first one is um interesting trend i think more and more colleges are sort of working on this whole idea of students being debt free at the end of their uh, bachelors at least and going with this no loan approach which i think is great um what do you what do you think? I mean, is this is this really a trend or is this sort of just a flash in the pan? I I I hope it's a trend. Um, I would like some of these very pricey schools to be doing more of this. Yeah. Um, some of these schools, you know, with room and board and tuition, you're in anywhere from fifty to eighty plus k a year. So yep. you don't have you know, <laughs> basically four or $500,000 laying around burning a hole in your pocket. This can get very pricey and to graduate with an enormous amount of debt is a little insane, regardless of your major, whether it's a high income potential or not, it just doesn't make sense to graduate with, you know, a hundred or 200 K, you know, debt out of college. It becomes a burden. So I'm hoping more of these schools, are doing this um the most i think the most recent one that's profiled in this article is williams college yeah which is definitely a selective um liberal arts school it's a small school but it's definitely a very selective school so i think it's those schools that are selective those schools that are expensive i'm hoping they'll do more of this it'd be great yeah you know um a related story um from the list is uh, about, you know, colleges where it says everybody works and there's no tuition, right? I think they mentioned Ozark. And um, I, I, I hadn't heard of this, but it looks like people are getting creative. I mean, colleges are getting creative about how to do this. And it's not just, um, you know, trying to tap into endowments and digging into that kind of money, but also finding other ways to uh, make this work. Uh, what do you think of that? So I actually heard of one of these, I think it's called Berea or Berea college. And mm-hmm. I found it extremely fascinating, which was fantastic. Um, I, I don't know if this is a trend, but I would definitely love to see something to be a little bit, maybe a, in between of this where yeah. there's, if students are working, let's say for the university, their tuition is discounted, let's say, or, uh, you know, something along, like beyond like 
uh, there's a job that a lot of students will apply for residential assistance yeah and they get free you know room and board um but i i would love to see like something beyond that that'd be really Mm -hmm. interesting um there's actually a school i just recently heard about over the past couple of years called deep springs college which is in Mm. an extremely remote part of california and -hmm. it's the same kind of thing but it's a two-year college It's extremely Mm. selective. So it's very small. It only takes, I think, I think it only has a total of um, 50 students or something Mm. like that, but they, Mm -hmm. they work on a ranch and they're being educated and they transfer to some very amazing, you know, highly regarded schools in the country, you know, the Harvard and Stanford and UCLA and these kinds of places. So it's almost like a two year community college but it's definitely it's definitely not for the regular student it's uh more for those intellectual kind of students that really want a different experience so i see like little things like that that are popping up here and there um that could be really amazing um shift in a typical four-year experience so i like the college is getting more creative I think if they can start having a broader appeal, that would be, that would be the challenge. Yeah, I agree. I agree. You know, how to scale this is the question, right? I mean, um, so that it impacts or helps more students. The next topic is about, I guess, Michigan State going test option. I mean, this is... uh, more colleges are deciding to be test optional, quote unquote, forever. And, um, you know, I, I don't know that I've been conflicting messages about this, but is this is this a good thing? I think, you know, my personal opinion, it's a good thing, but it complicates the admissions process. Um, on the flip side, University of Tennessee just announced they're going to be requiring the test scores starting mm-hmm. with their class of 23 I think it is so Mm -hmm. there are definitely these public school systems have to decide you know what is going to work for them and you know we already know about the Cal States and the UCs and the Florida system the Georgia system on the opposite end so you're going to see I think almost a divide in some of these large public school systems that have a huge number of students from the country Mm-hmm. It'd be interesting. I, I obviously have a preference, as I said earlier, for the test optional piece, but I do understand it makes it more complicated for admissions for these colleges. So I commend them for willing to navigate it. Um, and, you know, we'll see, you know, I think we're going to see more of those announcements over the next uh, few months as you know, this is May, so we're getting ready for the current junior class to start getting ready to apply senior year. Yeah, the, you know, there was an article, um, I forget whether it was the Times or the Journal, about the eight-minute, um, you know, reading, or a reader spends eight minutes on your application and um, makes a decision whether, you know, whether to go ahead or not. And so, you know, without the tests, um, obviously the entire emphasis is on whatever essay or whatever piece of, you know, other than the GPA, there's really nothing much to go by. And so 
you know, students invest a hell of a lot of time in those applications. And, um, you know, you get sort of eight minutes. So you either make it or you don't. So, you know, so I think, I think that, and I understand it. I mean, you know, when you get 130,000 applications, I don't know how much time they can spend on, you know, an application. Um, but the flip side is that if you look at it from an individual student's point of view, uh, you know, it, it, it's, it, it would seem unfair, right? And yeah. so, um, so yeah, so I, I think, I think it, I mean, I'm beginning to feel more and more that Test optional, while it is a good idea, um, I think they need something to help the folks processing the applications so that it's done fairly because, you know, the students can now apply to, you know, everybody applies to those 30, 40, 50 colleges everyone's heard of and more and more of them. And as a result, those processes are probably going to be frayed and uh, it's or at least challenged, if not anything else. Yeah. Anyway, we'll see how this evolves, but I think it's part of that whole uh, mosaic of uh, issues around admissions. Um, (laughs) (laughs) The last topic, Closer to Home, is on Berkeley and why they don't have additional housing. And we know the whole issue with, you know, the fight with the city and... uh, or, or I don't know if it's a city, but the group that proposed any more expansion of Berkeley. Um, what do you think of this? I mean, th- this is sort of interesting because, you know, we were talking the other day about more colleges investing in housing for their students because students are finding it difficult to find this uh, place to stay. But you run into places like Berkeley where, you know, the neighborhood won't let you do anything more. What do you do with these things? How, how, how do you take you this forward? You wonder why Berkeley... <laughs> didn't do this sooner why they didn't prioritize i'm not saying you have to have housing for every student that would be a challenge in a small city like berkeley yeah and it's very dense area as well but the question is why haven't they done this earlier when they knew they were increasing enrollment year after year so and you know i've read studies where they say students who live on campus do significantly better than students who live off campus in college studies. I don't know how, yeah, I don't know how accurate that is. You know, do they consider different circumstances, but it's an interesting dilemma that they've put themselves in and now they're really in a kind of in a jam and Berkeley is such a sought after school for students, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. but I've heard it from, you know, you know, a handful of students that one of the reasons why they are willing to turn it down is because of the housing issue. Mm-hmm. Um, so it's a, it's an interesting dynamic. They they can't look past the housing, despite you know the prestige and the reputation of the school. That's absolutely true. It's absolutely true. I mean, it's I think to uh... find housing in most places, and I think at Berkeley, it's even tenfold probably more so because it's so tight there yeah i believe ucla is also very dense um you know the campus itself so um yeah but ucla at one point pre-pandemic used to guarantee housing Mm -hmm. i think for two years i believe it is i'm not 100 percent sure on that and so and i think 
for post or during pandemic, I don't know what the right term is right now for COVID, but um, I think it's guaranteed for one year where I believe Berkeley doesn't do that at all. So, you know, for incoming freshmen. So it's an interesting, you know, situation they've put themselves in. And I think waiting till now is, yeah. is what's hurt them more so. Yeah, I mean, I'm, I'm sure they wish they had done something sooner. Yeah. Hi again. Hope you enjoyed this conversation with Shweta Bagade on this week's College News Fit to Digest. For your questions or comments on this podcast, please email podcast at almamatters.io. Thank you all so much for listening to today's podcast. Transcripts for this podcast and previous podcasts are on almamatters.io forward slash podcasts. To stay connected with us, subscribe to Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, or Spotify, or visit anchor.fm forward slash alma matters to check us out. Till we meet again, take care and be safe. Thank you. College Matters. Alma Matters. matters.